It's Friday, October 27th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. said it launched strikes Thursday night on two bases in eastern Syria it believed were used by Iranian groups. The first U.S. offensive military response to a wave of drone and rocket attacks on troops based in Iraq and Syria, the Pentagon said. The strikes against the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps and affiliated groups were authorized by President Biden, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said in a statement. These precision self-defense strikes are a response to a series of ongoing and mostly unsuccessful attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria by Iranian-backed militia groups that began on October 17th, Austin said in a statement. The Pentagon said it struck a weapons and an ammunition storage facility in Abu Kamal, Syria, near the border with Iraq. In other news, Amazon.com said profit tripled to nearly $10 billion from July to September as strong sales in its cloud computing, advertising, and retail units helped the company continue its rebound from post-pandemic lows. Chief Executive Andy Jassy said the company would reap tens of billions of dollars in revenue in the next several years as customers turn to generative AI opportunities available within its cloud computing business known as Amazon Web Services or AWS. Business customers are likely to be less cautious with their spending, he said. The company's revenue increased by 13% for its third quarter, beating Wall Street expectations. Amazon signaled net sales would be between $160 billion to $167 billion in its fourth quarter. Its shares rose by more than 5% in after-hours trading Thursday. Around the world, China's jet fighters are harassing American military aircraft and stepping up sorties around Taiwan. Its Coast Guard is confronting a U.S. security treaty ally in the South China Sea, leading to a recent collision. Amid the tensions, talks between the U.S. and Chinese militaries remain largely frozen, which leads Washington to worry that a misstep could trigger a dangerous escalation. The latest flashpoint is a clash between the Philippines and China over control of a reef in the South China Sea that could draw in the U.S. to defend its ally. President Biden said Wednesday that the U.S. stood by its legal commitment to defend the Philippines. Separately, the U.S. military said on Thursday a Chinese jet fighter closed in on a U.S. B-52 aircraft at high speed over the South China Sea during the night of October 24th. China cut off high-level military talks with the U.S. in August 2022 in response to the visit to Taiwan by then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Back in the U.S., the United Auto Workers Union said Wednesday it has reached a tentative contract agreement with Ford that could be a breakthrough toward ending the nearly six-week-old strike against Detroit's automakers. The four-year deal, which still has to be approved by 57,000 union members at the company, could bring a close to the union's series of strikes at targeted factories run by Ford, GM, and Stellantis. The Ford deal could set the pattern for agreements with the other two automakers where workers will remain on strike. UAW Vice President Chuck Browning, the chief negotiator with Ford, said workers will get a 25% general wage increase plus cost of living raises that will put the pay increase over 30%. And 
former President George W. Bush, the former Rangers owner, will throw out the ceremonial first pitch before Texas plays the Arizona Diamondbacks in the World Series opener tonight. This will be Bush's fourth World Series ceremonial first pitch. Mr. Bush headed the group that bought the Rangers from Eddie Childs in 1998 and was general partner through November 1994 when he stepped down as he prepared to become Texas governor. Rangers Hall of Fame catcher Ivan Rodriguez will be behind the plate for Bush's pitch, Major League Baseball said Thursday. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.